Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday morning, a uh, rainy Wednesday morning, but just got to work. But I was uh, sitting in front of Jesus today in the Blessed Sacrament, and I feel like he invited me to share some words of knowledge that I've been receiving the past week or so. And uh, um, yeah, so I just wanted to share those with you. So last week when I was sitting in front of Jesus in adoration, I just asked him, Lord, what do you want to say to your church? And he took me to Exodus where he says that I am the Lord, your healer. So then he kind of walked me through those two different pieces. Well, he is the Lord. He is the Lord of everything. He wants to be the Lord of our entire lives and our hearts. So we come to him in everything. We humble ourselves right before Jesus. And he is also the healer. You know, so we go to the doctors. We expect them to have like an answer, a cure for our sickness, our illnesses. But Jesus is the answer. He is the healer. Literally, the word salvation means healing. That's all he wants to do. He wants us to open our hearts to him and to trust him to heal our hearts. And uh, he has the perfect answer in Jesus. So he wants to heal our hearts and we turn to him and everything. You know, he is the divine physician. A doctor is just in the practice of what God already does. <laughs> so, and then uh, this, this whole week, this week during Mass, if you read the entrance antiphon for every day in Mass so far, it's been Psalm 105, 3 through 4. And the entire Psalm reads this. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. Turn to the Lord and his strength. Constantly seek his face. So the first night I was reading, it was Sunday, I was reading for the, just the readings for Mass for Monday. And what really stuck out to me was constantly seek his face. Well, that stuck out to me because on Sunday, my girlfriend just asked me, you know, what's the one thing that you want to work on in your relationship with, with the Lord? And I was thinking about it for a few minutes and all the answers were really fruits of one thing. And I think it was because I need to work on uh, seeing Jesus in everybody, whether it's my family, my coworkers, strangers, uh, you know, if I can see Jesus in everybody and love them and see that the desire that they're longing for, which is Jesus, I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to be a better man. I'm going to serve them better. So, and that's a difficult thing to do, but uh, I think the Lord was just confirming with this Psalm. It really hit me, hit my heart when he said, constantly seek his face. And he was just confirming that, yeah, this is, that is what I want you to work on. I want you to seek me and everybody. Mother Teresa, she, she said that she sees Jesus's broken body and all the homeless and the broken. And I think that's all something that we should be striving for. Like Jesus says, the least you do for, for the, le the things that you do for the least of my brother, you did it for me. So if we can constantly seek Jesus and everybody, we are going to be uh, transforming the world right around us. So then the next day, I'm reading the Mass readings for Tuesday on Monday night. Well, it's the same entrance antiphon. It's the same psalm. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. That first part of the psalm really stuck out to me. And that really was for two people in my family. But I think this is something that we can all be encouraged by. So let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. This doesn't say wait until you find that perfect relationship with, with the Lord. Wait until you find uh, when you're comfortable and you think you just have it all right and you have it, you have everything just going for you and then rejoice. No, it says let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. There is so much joy in just seeking the Lord and have 
complete confidence. Have joy right now. Why should we have joy while we're seeking the Lord? Because the Lord has, one, placed that desire on your heart. You are starting to come to know the truth of Jesus. But also, we have to have confidence because we have a God that's been seeking us from the beginning. And uh, in Revelation, Jesus says that I stand at, at the door and knock. He seeks for us. He seeks for our hearts. So he's already been looking for you. So when you come to him and you're seeking him, and even in times of dryness, just rejoice. And, um, and then just uh, on that same conversation with my girlfriend on Sunday, when we were talking about the things that we want to work on with the Lord, well, we were also talking about, you know, we ask for these certain graces. We ask for uh, patience and all these different virtues. And anything that uh, you guys, my brothers and sisters out there that are struggling with and you're asking the Lord to grant you more patience, to get rid of anger, or for uh, purity of heart or purity of mind, um, anything like that. Well, we were talking and I, we do believe that the Lord gives us those graces to have those virtues. But even more so, He is going to provide opportunities to work on their virtue. So we are going to be refined in those moments. We're going to be refined in those moments that He provides us in order to be patient. You know, there might be somebody uh, that He gives us next that we can practice that virtue in. You know, He's not going to just give it to us easy and be like, yep, now you have the gift of patience. Well, the only time you have the gift of patience is when there's something that, that can drive you to be impatient. So rejoice in those moments. Have courage when you're asking for these things from the Lord and then you fall, you, uh, you come into a, an encounter with somebody where now you can work on, on just that, that thing that the Lord has placed on your heart to ask for that grace. He's going to provide you opportunities to grow in that grace. And then, and then today, the same psalm, let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. Well, then the next piece is turn to the Lord and his strength. Well, I was asking Jesus today in front of the Blessed Sacrament, Jesus, what do you want to say to your church? And he said, run to me. And then he kind of took me to where St. Paul says, fight the good fight, finish the race, and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, and he will conquer the storms and the waves around you. So just like St. Peter was invited to walk on the waters with Jesus, as soon as he took his eyes off of Jesus and looking at the storms and the waves around him, that's when he fell. And he yelled out, Lord, save me, save me. And that is the proper response when we do fall. But if we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, he is already, he has dominion. He has, he has complete authority over those waves and storms in your life, given that they do arise. So uh, when those storms meet, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, run to Jesus. And what does the Psalm say? Turn to the Lord and his strength. He is the strength that we need. He is our, uh, we completely depend upon him. And then after I was talking to Jesus about this and he was giving me all of these things, then I just put in my earbuds to like worship him. And the first praise and worship song that came on was, uh, was Power by Worship or Elevation Worship. And the lyrics are, my weakness is hidden within your glory. Jesus, my strength is in you. The odds are against me, but you are for me. Jesus, my strength is in you. Power belongs to the one who was and is to come. Power belongs to our God. Alleluia. And it literally just that same message. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Be encouraged when you have moments where you can work on that grace that you've been asking for, whether it's patience or purity or 
kindness or gentleness or generosity, you know, the, ask for those graces. And then the Lord is going to clearly mark out opportunities to you, for you to grow in that. So be encouraged, my brothers and sisters, when the Lord gives you tough opportunities to grow in that virtue because all He is doing is purifying your heart here and now on earth to grow in those virtues that is bringing you closer intimacy, to intimacy with Jesus Christ. And I'm just praying for all of you this Wednesday, and I pray that this was a fruitful little reflection on the different words of knowledge that I've received from the Lord. And I guess just this last one too, I don't know why, but when I was asking for uh, just certain people that needed prayer today or anything, the only thing, like the thing that kept coming up was a laundromat, or maybe someone was sitting in a laundromat or like a, um, or a, uh, like a dry cleaners. Well, I don't know if maybe somebody listening to this, uh, that's sitting in the laundromat or the dry cleaners or just left it, um, you know, just know that Jesus loves you and, uh, and know that he is seeking your heart here and now, and he wants you to feel love, joy, and peace that only he can provide. And, or, you know, next time my listeners, next time you pass a, a laundromat or a dry cleaners, just say a quick prayer for somebody in there. Um, I feel like some, the Lord drew me there. And also maybe he was also trying to tell me, you know, just uh, along the lines of these, turn to the Lord and our weaknesses. Well, and so just as we go to a laundromat to get all of our dirty clothes cleaned, let's run to the Lord today to purify our hearts, give him all of our dirty baggage, everything that we have carrying with us and just hand it over to him. And so that he's going to purify our hearts, purify our minds, and purify our souls. Just as St. Paul says, his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So let's run to him in our weaknesses, and we're going to see his strength just take over. And I just pray that this was a fruitful uh, word of knowledge podcast episode for you all, and I'm praying for you all. God bless you.